Welcome to the Feel Good in Body, Mind and Soul show. I'm your host, Isa Welly. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and a well-being coach, and I'm here to bring you tips, tools, and conversations around nutrition, well-being, mindset, to help you feel good in body, mind, and soul. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, Isa Welly here. I hope that you are doing great. Today we are speaking to the lovely, the gorgeous Anna Louise Davis. She's an EFT tapping practitioner and also a human design expert. She's a coach and consultant for brands and businesses and I'm so excited to speak to her. We're going to be talking about human design and how we can help you live a more aligned life and thrive in life, in business, how you can apply it to your mental well-being but also to your health and well-being in general. We're going to discuss the four different types of designs and so much more. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my lovely. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think you're in Bangkok now, right? I am. I'm in Thailand. I've been here for almost a month and I'm about to fly to Vietnam next week just for a little holiday, you know? Um, Why why not? (laughs) Exactly. The world is my oyster. So the world is your oyster. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Are you usually based in Bali? No, I, well, I'm basically kind of um, doing that typical thing, the DNs. I'm I'm digital nomading, but I'm kind of trying to keep myself separate from being a digital nomad or having the title of it. I'm just basically floating around the world as I wish because I want to. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's the dream of many, being able to have a business online and just take that opportunity of working directly from your laptop um, to travel the world and to Mm -hmm. explore and to be with yourself. And I think, yeah, it's incredible and well done you. A lot of people would love to do that. I love that. Yeah, I'm I'm very, very lucky to be able to do it, to be honest. I I, I do feel very, very, very privileged to be able to do it. Um, but yeah, so it's exciting. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for everybody listening today, I know some of you might be thinking, okay, I'm going to listen to this episode, but realistically, what the hell is human design? Mm. <laughs> Do you want to let us know a little bit? Like, I feel like you would explain it better than I would. Of course, of course. So human design essentially is the life transforming experiment of living as yourself. Okay, mm. so you can think of it as the science of differentiation. So it's a really complex, unique system that shows each of us that we have our own uniqueness, our own unique kind of purpose, design, uh, qualities, skills, talents, so on and so forth. And we're here kind of on this earth to be able to fulfill those purposes and live in alignment with who we truly are. So if you can think of it as it's the story of your energy and how you came here to thrive, mm. live in alignment and thrive. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's, um it's a blend of lots of different modalities um, and sciences, mm. both ancient and modern. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a really practical system that gives you a guidebook to your true self. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> I love it too. I love it. And I feel I feel like and I think it's one of those things that it's not mainstream. And I wish it was a little mm. bit more because so many of us are are untapping mm. 
mm. in our put in our full potential. We're not tapping at our full potential, mm. right? We are criticizing ourselves sometimes for who we are. We're mm. like, oh, I'm messy, or oh, I want to do everything, or oh, I'm like this, I'm like that. I know that when I found out that I, I was a manifesto generator, when I started using human design, I was like, oh my God, this explains everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a girl that wants to do it all. Well, like I, I am, but it's mm-hmm. part of my it's part of my composition of who I am and how can I use it to thrive in life, to thrive in business, to be a better person. And I think knowing about yourself is always mm. It's always going to take you that step further because you know more about yourself. You can be kinder to yourself. You can also call yourself on your own BS. And I think Mm -hmm. like that's what I love about human design and how you can live a bit better in alignment. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's not a personality test. So I'll just preface with that. Mm. Human design is you, you kind of add all your details into whatever host that you use to find out your body graph there's lots of different spaces jovian archive is the one that i would recommend um but it's not going to change so if you're a manifesting generator you're a manifesting generator for life the yeah. thing with things like uh, the enneagram and myers-briggs and things like that it depends on your mood yeah <laughs> it, of course. It, it depends on your mood and so the beauty of human design is like you say it's a self-awareness tool and it really really brings you back to who you know you are deep down, but you just can't quite verbalize or step into in in your everyday life. So yeah. it is just a little map to doing that, being, yeah. like you say, most authentic self, and but doing so in a way where there's actual kind of like tangible action steps that you can take to really, like you said, step away from the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> decondition which is essentially what we call it in human design is decondition it's stepping away from the things that you think you should be and more into who you actually are yeah and I definitely when I did I can't remember maybe like I think I've been doing this for a couple of years that I've known that I was a manifesto generator I stopped reading about it things really shifted for me especially in my business I was like Mm. okay I can I can actually leverage this. I can leverage the fact that I'm a manifesto generator and we love to do different many things, like many different things at the same time. And I can leverage this and be okay with it as opposed to judging myself and saying, you're a mess, you want to do everything, you're here mm-hmm. and there. And it's part of your composition. So you just kind of like get on with it, really. Yeah, do you absolutely. Think, do you think that human design can be applied to our health and well-being in a way? 100%. Absolutely. I think the biggest part is mental well-being. Mm. You, you mentioned earlier kind of the idea of talking to ourselves in a way that's not necessarily kind because we think we should be behaving in a way that fits a societal norm. And actually, human design gives you the tools to be able to realize that you're not like everybody else. So why should you behave like everybody else? Yeah. Um, and it really allows you to, to be your own authority, to make decisions in aligned ways, to really connect back into the body, uh, which is one of the kind of the key purposes of human design is to take away the noise of the mind and bring it back to the body and instead move from this kind of center of who you are rather than who you think you should be mm. so in terms of in terms of mental well-being absolutely you yeah. know it's, it's it's really supported me with overthinking kind of overcoming overthinking and has allowed me to be more unapologetic and just 
be myself and Mm. I think that has been one of the biggest shifts for me for any type of self-development or self-awareness tool Mm. that I have ever used and it's been really really impactful for me in terms of just living the the life I I want you know 100% and I think again like it will be so useful to so many people so many women that I work with um, so I have a 12-week program called Reset Reconnect and Thrive and we basically work on a one-on-one, one-on-one structure. And it's not just about the nutrition. I bring in the sleep. We talk about mental well-being, their environment. If they're at a crossroads with their career, it's very like a coaching. It's, it's a life and health coaching package, really. Mm-hmm. It's life and health and coaching and um, three months. And most of the time, the women continue for about six months. And a lot of the times, one of the first thing I find that is a challenge for them is that they're not being who they are whether it's with the nutrition or their career choices or letting certain things happen within their relationships with parents partner they're not being true to who they are because they're not quite sure it's actually them they're not actually quite sure is this me or am I being too much or am I being not enough or it's like their voice everybody else's voice is too loud it's Mm -hmm. sort of crushing their own voices and and yeah and I just think wow bringing in human design at that point for them to have more awareness will really help stay away from that or like I remember this woman I worked with she's just gorgeous 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 she wouldn't eat a certain way because her partner was eating a different way so I'm trying to obviously I have to keep privacy right here Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to explain this without giving away too much but essentially she knew what was good what felt good for her was completely Mm -hmm. different for what she was taught from what her partner was doing but yeah she wasn't going there because she wasn't owning it she wasn't owning who she was and I feel like that's how far not owning who you are, what you want to do with your life, with your nutrition, with your diet, with your motherhood, with everything. That's mm-hmm. how far not being in alignment can impact you. You know, it can impact like everything really. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting as well because human design can pretty much help you with all of those things. You know, it can mm-hmm. really give you guidance on the best way to be digesting to whether that's information or food or just life. It can help support you with sleep as as a non-energy being myself it would be very difficult for me to uh, sleep peacefully and soundly next to an energy being which is um, mm. a really kind of it challenges the social norms you know the idea that a manifester should have a separate bedroom to a generator or a manifesting generator um, if if they're in a couple you know if they're if they're if they're sharing their lives together it's really fascinating and it also kind of helps with yeah with everything your your energy cycles um, how yeah. much energy you have and and really really what it does is puts a stop in comparison it really does Um, and it helps you to say no actually this is who I am and I'm going to do it this way yeah Um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to practice with it I'm going to experiment with it and what people find and and it's absolutely just it brings me so much joy to see people kind of stepping into who they are and showing up for themselves mm. rather than allowing, like you say, the noise of, of other people's opinions and the things that we've been taught to believe about ourselves through society, f- friends, family, upbringing, you know, social media, media, everything. Exactly, exactly. And it allows us to be 
more ourselves in a way that is how we're designed to be yeah yeah it's interesting you're bringing the partner I, I need to figure out what my partner is mm-hmm. <laughs> probably look at me and be like I'll leave me alone before your all your things but I need, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do I'm gonna try to do his later on yeah um, have a look yeah 100% when <laughs> and your comes- baby girl as well you oh know? my god yes yes yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast with it was Natalia Benson podcast mm-hmm. uh, and she had someone I think her name is Tracy Mallet on Enneagram on it but they weren't too much I don't know how I feel about Enneagram they weren't really deep mm-hmm. but she was talking about mm-hmm. how she had her children and it was fascinating because it really helped them helped her raise them as who yeah. they are not mm-hmm. how she thought she wanted to raise her children and that I don't know. I just kept it in a corner of my mind and thought, I need to remember this. (laughs) Remember to raise your kids as who they are, not what you Mm -hmm. think you should be raising your kids, because that's that's what you will go to, because that's how our parents did it. That's what I think I know best. It's a default. Mm -hmm. default. That's what I know. I, I know I think this is best for you. But yeah, who actually are you? So I thought that was fascinating. When it comes to business, because that's one of the things I have quite a few people in my community that have their own businesses or Mm -hmm. side hustle. And I know that's one of your specialities, really support business owners. I mean, as well as non-business owners, but you do a lot with business owners and their brands. And how do you weave human design in? How do you bring it into someone's brands and how they can go further, how can be more successful and how they can thrive? Well, the idea of having a brand, because you have a brand and a business, the people I help have brands, uh, whether it's a personal brand or a business brand. If okay. you if you are the face of your business, you have a brand. Yeah. <laughs> so I help with any kind of heart-centered coaches, creative service providers. Um, I've had a few product businesses come through, but people who are looking to step away from the binary way of doing business and show up in their authenticity rather than the prescribed way of doing things. Mm. That's the driver for me is, is I come from a background, a marketing background where everything was clean cut it was done this way it was done that way and it was really really rigid um with no room for flexibility which is one of the reasons I left <laughs> mm. but that's beside the point but for me human design is the science of differentiation so if we can imagine especially with online business and the noise in online business is this strategy will get you from zero to 10k months this mm. strategy will get you this many followers on Instagram this strategy you can try and do those strategies but half the time they won't work for you because they're not designed for you you are completely and utterly unique and there are Mm. ways in which your design can give you information on everything offer suite creation marketing messaging Mm. copywriting content creation what you're naturally gifted at how your best work cycle like work day-to-day looks your routines your environment literally everything can be woven into how you run your business and how you Mm. present that business as a brand to the world and so for me the passion lies in I want people to be able to stand out and stand in their authenticity um, and show up and be who it is that they are so that they lead a life that feels fulfilling feels satisfying feels empowering and really kind of gives them that sense of ease flow and abundance that yeah find from weaving your human design into your business yeah, <laughs> as no, many of sure. my clients have found <laughs> yeah no for sure I mean I guess once you know your human design 
as we said right at the beginning of the podcast, it's having more awareness of yourself. So you can mm-hmm. sort of apply that to everything else. Obviously, I, I always think with things like that, if you're not an expert, it's always best to work with a coach or have someone guide you or do some sort of a course or something. So you have a bit of a guideline because I mean, the first time I think I had someone do my reading. If not, it can be a little bit intimidating. Like, okay, where do I even start and where do I go? On which I want to ask you for anybody listening now and thinking, oh, this sounds really interesting and exciting. I want to I want to have a little look where, first of all, where can we go and just check? Okay, this is your human design, a website that we know that is like 100% accurate. Yeah, yeah. The, the Probably the best route would be to find me on Instagram, which sounds yeah. really cringe, but find me on Instagram yeah. because I have within my bio, I have the link to the website that I would recommend. Okay, um, perfect. mybodygraph.com. But if you go on there, you'll be able to find your body graph, your, yeah. your, all your information. And it will look overwhelming because it's a wild system. It's a really yeah. complex system. But once you've grabbed all those details, the key things to look for are energy type. If you're just starting out, the key things to look for, sorry, are going to be energy type, strategy, authority and profile okay and once you've got that information if you are a business owner or if you're not really actually because there's so so much on my on my page about all of that Mm. go and have a little deep dive go and have a dig around um, and go and have a little look about it all because it is fascinating so I would suggest that's probably a good first port of call to kind of go in and have a little look um, and if you are a business owner and you want to learn a little bit more about how to weave it into your branding and 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 things like that, I have a I also have a free offering that I provide, which is a a guidebook. I've created a book, <laughs> a book, a masterclass, and uh, five days of integrational uh, questions, integrational oh, actionable questions. So yeah, jump on in in there over there if you wish. Like I say, it is currently free. Um, so so yeah, I would say that's a hundred percent. I will put it in the link of the show notes when I share this. I think you did my, I think you did, I'll send you my details and I think you did, I mm-hmm. sent you my body graph and I think you did my reading. Should we have a little, <laughs> a little mm-hmm. nosy? I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you're a manifesting <laughs> generator, which you already do. So something that's interesting that I picked up on that you would, were kind of talking about right at the start of our conversation is the idea that you are messy. Mm. And this is a huge, huge kind of conditioned thought uh, that manifesting generators have. They have the energy to move really, really quickly and do lots of things. And they do so very well. That's what their energy is designed to do. But what Mm. that looks like to the kind of untrained eye is oh, she's all over the place. She's yeah, messy. Yeah, she's a mess. Yeah, Doesn't, 100%. Yeah, she's, she's a hot mess. Mm. But actually, the the amount of acceptance that comes with actually just knowing that that's how you're naturally designed. And then you can kind of go in and be like, okay, where have I moved to quickly and not checked in with, have I actually completed that task to the best of my ability? Or yeah. have I found it now that I'm, I'm kind of bored of it and I need to delegate it to somebody else so that yeah. they can go execute it yeah so for you it's all about kind of like bringing that level of acceptance which is so refreshing to hear you know Mm. it's so wonderful to hear because your strategy is to be responding to things so when you're excited by something when you're lit up by something you're going to be responding to it and your authority which is the way in which you make your decisions is emotional 
interesting that because so mm. very true so true mm-hmm. yeah so what mm. would be kind of this is where the nuance comes in with human design because manifesting generators are these quick movers mm-hmm. and they are able to be quick and achieve things quickly however because your authority which is one of the key elements of your human design because it is an emotional authority it means that there needs to be a pause so yeah. when it comes to making decisions, you have to ride what's called the emotional wave. Mm-hmm. And this means that you're just feeling into the kind of the emotions around if you were to say yes, do you have the energy? Does it feel expansive enough? Mm. Do you is it something that you can put your energy into? Mm-hmm. If if a no, how does that feel? You know, you have to kind of if you can imagine what a wave looks like as it's going to shore, it kind of peaks and troughs and peaks. Mm -hmm. comes and goes so allowing yourself time grace and patience to reaching what's called emotional clarity which is when you have a neutral feeling where where you hit neutrality Mm -hmm. that's when your decision will be be made and it will be in the most aligned way because I don't know if you've ever experienced it when you're really excited about something and somebody's given you an amazing opportunity and you've gone in and said yes hell yes all the time 100% all the time and then you're like, two days later, why did I say yes to that? Yeah. Or <laughs> like, when I say all the time, I don't know how to explain this all the time. Even recently, two things, two big things recent. One of someone from my community got in touch with me and said, listen, I love doing your classes on YouTube. I love this. I love that. I can, mm-hmm. I can do all your TikTok for you. I can be in charge. It's going to cost this much. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Someone mm-hmm. is actually reaching out to me. She's going to do it all. Yes, go. Mm-hmm. Maybe three weeks after, I was like, this doesn't feel right because mm-hmm. I, I, I can't be bothered with this whole TikTok business because I'm yep. not aligned behind it. It sounded exciting. It sounded great. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. But when it actually came to it, I have to give, do the work and do this. I was like, is it actually the best way to spend my resources right now? My time, especially as a new mom, my time, my mm-hmm. money, you know, things like that. I do it all the time. I don't even know how to say all the time, like all the freaking time. I get so excited. I'm such an excited being. I go, mm-hmm. yes. And then I'm like, mm. and I yeah. really meant the yes, right? Mm-hmm. And then usually a couple of days or sometimes a couple of weeks, I'm like, no. Yeah. It's great. It's amazing. It'll be nice to have. It's not an essential. I actually, it doesn't completely fit with me. Like, do you know what I mean? I do that all mm-hmm. the freaking time. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's. <laughs> it's funny as well because um, there's this pressure to make those decisions. We live yeah. in a fast-paced society. There mm. is that pressure, but your emotions are your driving force behind the way in which you make your decisions. So it really is about kind of having patience with yourself and being like there's no answer yeah and well there's no answer in the now for you with other authorities it's very much instinctual it's a yes or a no and it's instantaneous but with emotional authority which is the predominant authority across the board is to just actually slow down a little bit Mm. (laughs) with decision making remember it is okay to ask for time to think about things before giving somebody an answer let me get back to you is a great motto for people who have emotional authority and when it's an aligned interaction people will respect that they will respect you 
for doing yeah. that. Yeah. So that's kind of where it would come in. And especially with big decisions or even small decisions, it's really kind of tapping back into the body. How does mm. the body feel? And when you can reach that moment of neutrality, that's when the decision is kind of ripe for the day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I must, I must remember that. Should we talk quickly about the four different human designs? Five. Because I really, <laughs> is it five? Projector? Well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it people, is reflected. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah, people band generators and manifesting generators together because some people, the person who kind of downloaded and collated all of this information together was a chap called um Ra Uruhu. And it's a bit of an interesting story, but had an epiphany over in Ibiza yeah. about 30 years ago and downloaded all this information from wow. wherever and kind of has had worked on it ever since. Unfortunately, passed away a while ago now. Yeah, the original download of that was banding the manifesting generator and the generator together. But right. I like to keep them separate because they are very different. Okay. So there are five energy types mm-hmm. and they are manifester, which makes up around 9% of the population. We've got manifesting generator, which makes up, I think it's around 33% of the population. Mm-hmm. We've got generator at around 37% of the population. We've got projectors who are sit at around 22% of the population. And we've got reflectors, which are really, really rare. They only make up about 1% of the population. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so energy types can be split into two categories. It can be if you are an, an energy being, so people who have um, sacral energy. So that is the generator and the manifesting generator. And then we have non-energy beings, which are the manifester, the projector, and the reflector. So does that just the mean- non non-energy and energy being does it have anything to do with your actual energy or not? It does, yes. Everything with human design is extremely nuanced. But for this kind of question, I would say yes. Generators and manifesting generators have consistent access to life force energy. So as long as they're doing the things that light them up, the things that are exciting to them, the things that they feel are kind of satisfying and, like I say, are exciting, then they have endless energy to put into that. Right. Manifestors work in cycles. So Mm -hmm. we will have a surge of energy execute something because our strategy is to initiate something so it's to birth something out into the world that has never really been done before and then a big crash and burn okay (laughs) which I can absolutely say is how it works because that's how my energy works uh projectors are very very efficient uh they see everything they are the masters of systems they have this really kind of penetrating and focused aura to them so they can really see inside of who Mm -hmm. you are they're really really powerful but again they only have a certain amount of energy so they're best working in uh, spats of about three to four hours and then having Mm -hmm. a break and resting. And what I will say about rest and something that people find within the human design community is people suggest naps for rest. There are seven different types of rest, the spiritual rest, um, actual physical rest, mental rest, there's so many different types, seven. So having a nap is not going to, it's not going to help all of them. Um, So when I say rest, it is actually taking a break and recharging by playing or yeah whichever way fits yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. whichever whichever your body is craving in that moment supporting that in in that respect and then 
reflectors, also non-energy beings, they're completely open when it comes to uh, their energy centers within their mm. within their body graph, which when you look at your body graph will be the shapes that are either colored in or not colored in. They mm. are your energy centers. And reflectors, which is how they're so rare, they have it's completely open so they are really they are absorbing everyone's energy all the time oh, um, so them. they That's yeah hard. no it's wild I mean they are kind of incredibly wise because of that but being able to actually disconnect and find a safe comfortable environment where they can be by themselves for a little bit is so important mm. you know it's so important so yeah so you've got the five energy types and then within that it just explodes yeah, <laughs> there's wow. so much information there's so much I know yeah. yeah it's so interesting it's just so and even like knowing okay there's only like 90 percent 19 percent of the population here reflectors mm-hmm. only like one percent like it's just mm-hmm. wild to me I love it I love it it's so amazing much. because I did a post on on Instagram that was 99 percent of people are not like you if you're a reflector wow so Crazy. 99% of people are not like you if you're a reflector. Yeah. And then 57% if you're a manifesting generator. So yeah. 67% of the world population is not like you in any yeah. way. And it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. When you're going out there comparing yourself, because we all do it, like in a way or another, consciously or unconsciously, especially with social media, you're like, oh, I've definitely done it before when it comes to my work. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like everybody's doing this. I should mm-hmm. be doing this. This mm-hmm. is what's happening now. And then I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing that. Forget about it. No. <laughs> you know, and As you it, should. It's, yeah. You know, and it's all of that. Like, it's important to remind yourself okay I'm different Mm -hmm. like I need to stop this I'm different I need to tune into who I am and what I can Mm -hmm. do or how I can do things like a certain way Uh, my agent I was speaking to my agent I have an agent that uh, represent me when I have brand deals when I work with Mm -hmm. brands on Instagram or YouTube and and she was like, you know, a lot of brands would love to work with you, but they would love to see your face more. And I was like, yeah, I can do mm-hmm. that. She And she goes, you know, when you do your lovely recipes, even if you're just eating, I was like, and I thought, and I went, yeah. And then I thought straight after, I thought, no, fuck that shit. I'm not eating mm-hmm. on camera. It's just something that annoys me. I don't mind people doing it, but me looking at the camera and just chewing on a food. I know it's such a yeah. silly example, but this is the kind of things when you're working with brands or whatever and mm-hmm. you're trying to find your own voice and your own way of doing things you can quickly get sucked into okay I have to do this okay here is me chewing or doing something mm-hmm. and luckily yeah, I was it, just like yeah I'm not doing that <laughs> yeah good and I, I, it's brilliant though because it allows you to be more autonomous it allows yeah. you to say no and be confident in saying no yeah it's the be confident yeah is the be confident because you can say no and still beat yourself up and be like oh but when you know this is yep. who I am like it really does mm-hmm. not align you're a bit more confident with your answer because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle to say no it's a word that yep. a lot of people struggle to say a lot of people are people pleaser they just want peace they just want this they just want that even mm-hmm. in their personal relationship with their partners no is a hard word to say and I think when you know no because this is just not who I am and you can say well I've read it in my design it's just not in my design it gives you that confidence to sit with your decision and be completely okay Mm -hmm. with it and that's the power for me that's the big benefit of human design that's the power of 
having that extra affirmation of yes I'm not nuts this is who I am and it's completely fine Mm -hmm. yeah and and the thing is with human design it's it's an experiment so you have to play with it practice Mm. with it it's not it's not going to be something that you just find out and immediately you'll be able to be like right no I can do this I can do that as I mentioned earlier the founder and the creator of this kind of system or the curator should I say of the system took him seven years to fully integrate his design into his life and into his being um so it's a practice and for me I have a my authority is ego authority so it's the ego in human design is actually interchangeable with the heart so it's if my heart is in something if it if my heart's in it then I can do it so basically my authority is if I want to do it I will do it so how I make decisions is if I want to or if I don't want to now that can be seen as something really selfish to the the outside world but if I the amount of times that I've done something through obligation and it has been it's just taken me up the worst path that you could ever imagine Mm. and and I've really had to sit with myself over kind of even at the start of this year to really break away from the idea that I should be doing lots of different things and it's mm. still a massive ongoing process for me but down to the tiniest things and it just quick side note but last year I kind of was supporting my family we had a, an illness within my dad was really sick so I was at home and I was supporting the family right. um my wants kind of went out the window because when you've yeah. got an, a very poorly dad of course it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter what you want so yeah. when I left the UK to go to Bali at the mm. end of January this year Tapping into what I actually wanted was down to things like, what time do I want to wake up? What yeah. time, what what do I want to eat today? Yeah. These were the kind of things that I really had to start to learn to do again. And mm. I've been doing human design for three years. Mm. So it, it's a practice and it's, yeah. but it's a wonderful practice because yeah. when I started doing things that I wanted, I was like, I really, when I was in Bali, I was in Ubud and I was like, I really want some Thai food. And I found the only Thai restaurant in um, in Ubud. And <laughs> there was a, there was a guy sat next to me and I complimented on him on his nail polish and we became friends. And it was those kind of things. It led to a really gorgeous aligned friendship yeah. because I followed my wants. Yeah. So allowing yourself to use your authority as the driver for the way in which you make decisions then can lead to more alignment within your life. And just feeling like you're actually living as yourself rather than a projection of who society or yeah, others. Yeah, see. yeah. How many authorities is there? You say there's ego, there's heart. Ego and heart are kind of the same. It is okay. ego authority, but I want to kind of say when when I say about heart, it's because the ego, and I'm going to do a post on this actually this week, mm. is it gets it gets a bashing in the spiritual community. Like, yeah. Ego is seen as something really negative. When it's in human design, it's not negative. It's very much heart driven. So it's right. that's how why I kind of say it's interchangeable. Uh, very with, interesting. With yeah. Even yeah, in the world, yeah. even in the non-spiritual world, like when you say yeah. my ego, it's like, oh God, she's got a big ego. And it's funny you say that because I always thought and I always say probably the dancer in me. <laughs> mm. You have to satisfy your ego to a certain mm. extent. And maybe that's the, again, that's the dancer in me. Like we have egos, we go on stage, everybody's well, looking at us and yep. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with it. I own that, but I have to yeah. satisfy that part with me, that part of me in able to be able to be okay, like to find my balance. Like I'm a yeah. performer. My mm-hmm. ego has to have space. I, I always yep. felt that, but I know ego has such a, a negative connotation. 
of course, if you're pulling a Kanye on me and just going <laughs> overboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, you have a defined ego, so that makes sense because the ego is about willpower and determination, but it's also about things on the material plane. So mm. I love good quality things. And I like, and, and the reason I like good quality things is because there's an, there's an exchange happening and it's, it's, I'm getting value within that exchange. So the ego is happy because even on the material plane, it's getting a good exchange. Yeah. Um, so for me, how that works in business is it helps me with pricing. Do I think that I'm getting a, a fair exchange for my, my wisdom, my work? Yeah, for your work, for what you're putting exactly. out there. Exactly. Wow. And also not many people have a defined ego as we kind of were talking about before, yeah, we, were saying uh, before, before. we started. Yeah. Um, but not many people have it. And so actually when people come to me, they feel really motivated because they're absorbing some of my energy if they are mm. open in that in that space. So yeah, so it's a really, really powerful way as you can now kind of see of yeah. weaving your design into yeah. your life and into your business. Into your business, um, yeah. yeah. Even but into your to- health. Because the things you said about, and I was like, okay, I need to go back and look at that again a little bit more into health and well-being. Recently, I had a lot of questions from my community, which I'm going to record for next few episodes, where a few people were like, I asked them to ask questions on things they like me to talk about on the podcast. And a lot of people said, why am am I not doing the things I know I can do for myself? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when you were talking about the different way of resting, the different way of doing things and how we can apply that to also to our mental well-being, it made me think, okay, I need to look into this before answering because we are different beings. Again, if you try to, okay, I need to eat the green vegetables because that's what Isabelle said in her podcast that she was doing or whatever. It's not going to work. Maybe for you, the green vegetables has to be in the beetroot. Or like, I don't know, I'm just giving an example, but I feel yeah. like, again, this is one of the ways you can apply into being individual in your in your journey, even in your health mm-hmm. and well-being journey, your way you're building your habits and finding what works for you just for you tuning in for the inspiration not out Mm -hmm. exactly it brings Mm. you home to yourself I think that's that's the really wonderful thing about human design is it brings you back to yourself I love that human design brings you home to yourself I absolutely love that I love that oh my god I love that so who do you work with and where can we find you if any of my listeners are like okay I need this lady in my life like yesterday (laughs) how is it working how do you work at the moment so I predominantly work with people who own uh, businesses okay I work with as I mentioned briefly earlier I work with heart-centered human first business owners conscious Mm -hmm. creatives and and coaches and and service providers as a general rule but you are always more than welcome to pop me an email and discuss with me because I'm open to supporting people in other ways but at the moment business owners only yeah okay okay (laughs) Um, but yeah but it's basically anyone who's looking at breaking away from the binary way of doing business and the way in which they show up Mm -hmm. um, in their authenticity rather than this prescribed way of doing things so really standing out as themselves rather than following copy and paste strategies um the online industry tends to favor yeah Um, which is loud it's so noisy and it's so So frustrating because if you've ever tried them and you've joined a course or you've joined a mastermind or you've joined a program and the coach has said right this do make your caption this way do this do that sorry no yeah (laughs) I'm not no no (laughs) also yeah I don't like it manifestors do not like being told what to do at all so that's kind of what why I challenge the norm but 
Um, but yeah, I I think it's people who are wanting to stand out within their brand and create an aligned business that feels sustainable, that feels like them, that they're the people who I work with. From Amazing. And it's been a huge range of people from agency owners, coaches who've got 10 years experience. I worked with Lucy Sheridan before. Yeah, with, she's great. I love her. Mickey Jackson, you know, yeah, yeah. so many, so many work incredible people. Absolutely. <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a huge range of people I kind of support. And I'm in the process of building out an academy, which I'll touch on very briefly if I may <laughs> yes please um, do please do yeah so I was going to ask building... you about it so yeah go ahead yeah thank you um yeah so at the moment what I found was that because I was just doing one-to-one it was limiting my ripple effect so mm. I like to ripple outwards rather than upwards and obviously that does support me in rippling upwards but the outward is the most important I'm here to create a movement I have already started my movement mm. um, and I feel really powerful in that so what I'm creating is a hub of mini courses master classes uh, master courses you know it's just basically a big old shop of everything you could think of to do with human design and business alongside the embodiment tools that are required to support your mental well-being within your business so deconditioning toolkits the mm. ft tapping videos um energetics strategy and embodiment they're my mm. three pillars of of this energetic business academy that i'm creating and what i've designed is a pick and mix mm-hmm. option so you can come in and choose what you need based on where you're at Amazing. and that's the beauty of it so yeah, so yeah i'm so really good. excited i oh, can't wow. wait to launch when is that going to be ready <laughs> Uh, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a solo gal. Um, everything that you see is is done by me. Yeah. So at the moment, um, because I am currently kind of on the move next next week, I'm aiming for mid mid May. Mid May. Okay. Mid, so by the time this podcast is out, it'll be it'll be yeah, ready. I think it should Amazing. be there or thereabouts. So the best way to kind of keep tabs on it is if you do come over and find me on Instagram, it's just Anna Lois Davis and Davis is spelt with I E S. Yeah, I will pop that in <laughs> the show notes. Thank you. But yeah, so I've got a wait list. So anybody that signs up to the wait list will be uh, notified first. First come, first serve sort of situation. Get the announcement will go out to them and then it'll be launched out um, to the public. So Amazing. yeah, so and keeping on top of things um, over there is the best way you'll be able to find to, out. To find, yeah. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I feel like I was so I feel I feel like I was really jittery this podcast episode because I'm so excited and I want to ask you so mm. many questions. So as you're finishing, I'm like, oh my god, next question. So I'm sorry everybody <laughs> listening if I felt very intense, but my energy is a bit like that um, this okay. morning. Don't apologize. <laughs> no need to apologize for it, darling. Absolutely none whatsoever. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I was so excited to speak to you. Yeah. It's so juicy. I'm obsessed with it. I. I'm obsessed with anything that will make me know myself better, bring awareness mm-hmm. and make me a better human yep. in return. Self-development for me, it's where it's at for everybody. And I just wish mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it's, I don't want to say more accessible, but I guess it is accessible, but people don't is, know yeah. about it. It is accessible. Yep. People it don't accessible. know about it. We just don't know about it. And for me, feeling good in body, mind and soul, which by the way mm-hmm. is the title of this podcast and something mm. I like to achieve not perfect just feel good that those things matter to me I feel good because I know where I am I live aligned 
I live in alignment with who I am. And I think modalities like human designs are super important to weave into everything, nutrition. It's for me, it's just as important as everything else. And that's why I wanted to speak to you. And I hope we will speak to you again, maybe when the academy is open and we can chat mm -hmm. more about maybe in details about, I don't know, there's so many things we can talk about. <laughs> I would love that. It's been absolutely wonderful to be here. I'm so grateful uh, to be able to share this with you and with your community. And I can only imagine what it will do for, for them. So I'm really excited and grateful to you. Thank, so thank you. you. Thank you so much. And for everybody listening, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please, please, please leave me a review on the Apple podcast. Come and say hi to Anna Louise. Come and say hi to me. Drop me a DM. Let me know what you thought about the episode. And I will see you next time.